Hey friends, Joe Graves here with Central City Church, and thanks for joining us for our Central City Daily Readings, uh, specifically this year's Holy Week podcast. Um, excited to have you join us as we walk through Jesus's last week um, with his disciples before his death and resurrection. So um, we are now on uh, Saturday, and uh, uh, we're going to wrestle a little bit of what that looks like. Um, in Matthew, uh, there's only one paragraph that covers Saturday. It's the day between Jesus's death and Jesus's resurrection. It's uh, easily the hardest place to live. And if we're honest, we've all been there in between where everything falls apart and yet before everything's put back together. It's a hard place to be. Um, and uh, we're going to spend some time there today. So we'll be looking at Matthew chapter 27, verses 62 to 66. That's Matthew 27, 62 to 66. The next day, that is after the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember how that uh, imposter said while he was still alive, after three days I will rise. Therefore, order the tomb to be made secure until the third day, lest his disciples go and steal him away and tell the people, He has risen from the dead, and the last fraud will be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, You have a guard of soldiers. Go make it as secure as you can. So they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone and setting a guard. God, we... um. We often find ourselves in these spaces between death and resurrection. <laughs> I don't know why they can't just happen one after the other, why there has to be time in between, and why people in that space can be worse than usual. Forgive us, Lord. Help us to live as people who are willing to wait and willing to sit, and willing to understand when we're in that space. In your name we pray. Amen. Jesus is dead. Died yesterday. That's where we're at in the story. The so-called God of the universe is dead. If he was God, he wouldn't have died, right? That's the logic. But he's dead. We checked his pulse. He's no longer with us. Not breathing. Heart isn't beating. Dead. It's like, um, I think that's, that's, that's kind of how uh, the Christmas Carol from Charles Dickens starts out, if you're familiar. He was dead. That's where we start the story. Can you imagine being a disciple to see the person you loved and you followed to no longer be there? A person who, who cast vision for a world that could be different, that taught things like loving your enemy and, and caring for the poor. And he's like, man, you just get excited and you're like, yeah, that's what life should be about. And then all of a sudden he's gone. That's where we find ourselves. 
We don't even know what's going on with the disciples. I just read the story for Saturday. That's all we're told. The disciples, they're gone. We don't get to know, you know. They're mourning. They're confused. They go back to fishing. Maybe not right away, but eventually. We don't know. But they're not here. All we know is what's happening by the people who have power. And I don't know. There's something about power. Oh, there's something about people with power that when people are hurting, they just love to make it worse. I do. And that's what we see here. Jesus is dead. And all they can think about is, man, we better not let anyone take his body and fabricate a story. So they they seal the tomb and they put some guards there. This is interesting because this is exactly what happens to Daniel. If you guys uh, remember Daniel in the lion's den, he's an Old Testament character uh, uh, during the time when the people of Israel were, were overcome by their enemies and had to go live with, uh, you know, they were sent out to the diaspora. Um, and uh, um, Daniel's living there in a foreign country and he, he gets in trouble, uh, similar to Jesus, and he's put in a lion's den. And you don't come out of lion's dens alive. Um, so very similar story to Jesus. And, and in Daniel chapter 6, verse 17, it says this, um, A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet ring and with the rings of his nobles, so that Daniel's situation might not be changed. In the story of Daniel lines it, he's thrown in a lion's den. They put a stone, they seal it. He is stuck in there. He's not coming out. Same with Jesus. Jesus is been buried. He's been laid in a tomb. And there's no one that can get him out. It couldn't be opened from the outside. People couldn't intercede. The disciples were powerless to manufacture their own story. And I think that's the point. There will come a time in your life, if it hasn't already, it'll happen, and it probably will happen more than once, where you you will feel powerless to change the situation. There are so many forces at work here that, that leave us feeling powerless. First off, Jesus is dead. There's nothing that makes us more feel more powerless than death. If you've lost someone you love, you know what I'm talking about. There's nothing you could have done. Oh, you feel so powerless. Why can't I, why can't I fix this situation? That's not the only thing here. Maybe you haven't lost someone that you love. You have here that there's physical... Uh, barriers. There's this giant stone and it's been sealed that are preventing them from getting to Jesus's body. Even if they wanted to manufacture a story, they couldn't. And there's guards. There's political military power. Power that is preventing them from doing anything about the situation. And here's the point. We know how the story ends. Tomorrow, Jesus will rise from the dead. We'll sing the songs. It'll be beautiful. It's Easter, Resurrection Sunday. But friends, the resurrection wasn't possible because the disciples put in the time, you know, because they hustled. They made it happen. They got it done. They couldn't do anything to make the resurrection happen. They were powerless. Jesus was dead. Jesus was sealed. 
and there were guards. They were powerless. Oh, friends, we are too. It's a hard thing to come to terms with, but it's at the heart of the gospel. The thing you need, the thing you need most in life, you're not going to be able to force it. You're not going to be able to hustle enough or get enough done or bully enough or, or you just won't be able to. God is going to have to show up. If this story is going to end any differently, God is going to have to show up. That's the gospel. Daniel in the lion's den, he's going to get eaten by the lions unless God shows up. Jesus in the tomb, he's going to remain in the tomb unless God shows up. And whatever you are facing, you will face something in your life where you won't be able to figure it out unless God shows up. And sometimes, I don't know, I don't understand it, but sometimes I feel like God doesn't show up until I realize that. God doesn't show up until I get to a place where I say, you know what, I can't do this. It's like God's waiting, waiting for us to ask for help, waiting for us to admit that we are powerless, that we need resurrection power. I don't know where you're at or what you're struggling with or whether you're struggling with anything, but... God is able to show up. And you might find yourself on Saturday and feel like God is dead, that God is silent. But friends, Easter is coming. Whatever you do, don't lose hope. Don't give up. God isn't done yet. God isn't done with you. God will meet us. Easter is coming.